Welcome back to another edition of the Educational AD Podcast. We couldn't do these without the incredible support of our sponsors. And we want to start by saying thank you to all of them. First, thanks to our diamond sponsor, Varsity Brands, including BSN, Varsity Spirit, and Herf Jones. Varsity Brands, elevating student experiences in sport, spirit, and achievement. We also want to say thank you to our platinum sponsors, including Ephesus Lighting, innovating a brighter future at every level. Gilman Gear, always a step ahead. Camp Mobile, where leaders communicate better. Hometown Ticketing, simple and easy online ticketing. Vital Signs, bring student achievements to life. And Gipper, sports graphics made incredibly simple. Thanks to all of our great sponsors. Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of the Educational AD Podcast. Our guest today is Jennifer Doty. Jennifer is a certified athletic administrator, and she's the director of athletics at Joliet Central High School in Joliet, Illinois. Welcome to the podcast, Jen. Thanks for having me, Jake. I'm getting my uh, certification as a CAA. I have the test still to take, so I'm almost there. (laughs) So you're qualified to sit for the exam. That's great. Okay. Okay. Well, uh, you and I were talking a little bit before we came on. It's a busy time, so let's jump right into it. Uh, We always like to let our listeners have a chance to get to know our guests. So tell us a little bit about yourself, where you grew up, uh, where you went to school and college, and and how your love of athletics uh, led to this uh, career in uh, athletic administration. Thank you. Well, I grew up in the southwest suburbs of uh, Chicago, um, Tinley Park, went to Victor J. Andrew High School, where I was a multi-sport athlete, um, played volleyball and softball. Um, Also spent some time in the athletic training room, Uh, loved my time in there. So that actually led me to North Central College in Naperville, Illinois. And I did a double major in athletic training and physical education. I wanted to be a teacher and also work as an athletic trainer at the high school level. Um, When I played uh, volleyball there, uh, my senior year, I tore my ACL. Um, And so my coach, Marcy Thurwachter, kind of asked me if I wanted to um, be a student uh, coach. And I was like, sure. And I fell in love with coaching. So um, athletic training kind of got put on the back burner. And um, when I pursued uh, teaching spots, I also pursued uh, coaching spots as well. So um, got my first job at Revis High School in Burbank, Illinois. Um, go Rams. Uh, then I had the opportunity to come back to Andrew High School and be a PE teacher, health teacher, and volleyball coach there. So I took the opportunity to come back to my alma mater. Um, about seven years in, the division chair for PE Health and Driver's Ed retired. So I um, applied and moved up into administration and um, kind of spent 10 years there and was ready for the next challenge. And I loved athletics. I still love athletics, obviously, and um, started pursuing athletic director positions and 
am fortunate enough to land at a great high school, Joliet Central High School, home of the Steelmen. Um, and I've been there since uh, 2019. So I'm entering my second year. So I'm kind of not new to the administration side of everything, but I am definitely new to athletics and just trying to get through everything like everybody else. Oh, yeah. No, I, I appreciate you sharing. That's interesting, uh, your, your background and interest with athletic training. You know, trainers play such an important role, you know, in our schools. And, you know, I'm old enough that, uh, you know, when I was an undergrad, you know, we actually had those classes on athletic training. And, you know, a lot of times that trainer's not there. And, you know, hey, you got to tape an ankle or you got to do something. So uh, uh, I'm sure that experience that you had, uh, you know, very valuable as an athletic director. Yes, definitely. And every once in a while, I jump into the athletic training room and do a time taping event with uh, the students and the athletic training staff. I still got it. I'm a little slower than I once was, but I, I can hold my own. <laughs> but uh, we, we may be slower, but we still don't. We don't have those wrinkles. OK, right. you know, it, it's got to be smooth. Yeah, I boy, I remember those days. Um, you touched a little bit on it. Um, uh, I'm always curious to hear about uh, the mentors uh, that you've had. Um, you know, we don't do this on our own. Certainly, you know, we're standing on the shoulders of giants. But uh, who were some of your mentors uh, growing up, either coaches or, uh, you know, teachers or even people that you worked with or worked for? Uh, the expression I like to use is, uh, whose voice do you still hear in your head uh, when you're talking to your coaches or your uh, parents, maybe? Well, besides my own parents, because I, I have a, a much respect for them and they really kind of molded me into the person I am today. Um, I feel like I've been blessed with multiple mentors throughout my, my life. Um, I would say, you know, from uh, Marcy Thurwachter from college, um, Heidi Matthews from college. And then when I became a, the head girls volleyball coach at Andrew, I was fortunate enough to work with my head coach when I played there, Barb Wallasek. So um, I was able to kind of lean on her for a lot of um, guidance and advice with stuff. And I know she was one of my biggest fans um, and helped me through so much. And then Rich Piacek was my athletic director when I was at Andrew. So he was another mentor of mine and then you know, just as you grow and as you connect with more people, you learn so much from everybody. And so I've learned so much from Missy Mason. She was an assistant athletic director at Stag High School. She recently retired, um, but she really kind of helped me through uh, the years where I was interviewing. I wasn't necessarily getting any positions, but she kind of helped me kind of see different sides of it and what, um, athletics is about and how how I can kind of change my mindset with some some stuff so I feel like I'm always constantly learning from people you know even as a coach like I would watch other coaches and kind of see what they're doing not necessarily the x's and o's but just how they react to their student athletes how their student athletes react to them and kind of take what I like or what I don't like um, because let's be honest there's some some people who are not very good <laughs> with how they how they react and everything. So I kind of learned from from that throughout my years and formed my own. I don't think you can copy anybody necessarily. I think you have to become your own person, but you can definitely grow and learn from from very different people, and that just makes you a better, well-rounded person. 
Oh, no, absolutely. Uh, I heard a, an AD friend of mine mention, uh, you know, talking about tools and toolboxes. He said, you can have the tool, but you might not use that tool quite the same way. So, uh, you know, excellent point. Uh, you've been an AD now for a, a while. Um, talk a little bit about that transition from the, the teacher coach side into administration. What were um, athletic administration? What were some of the things that um, maybe you just went in, hey, I, I've got this nailed, I know how to do it, and, and maybe one or two things that were uh, possibly challenging for you? I think um, right off the bat, I know that my colleagues at Joliet Central, some of them had mentioned to me within the first couple of months, they're like, you're very relaxed with stuff, like stuff doesn't bother you. And I said, well, when you've been an administrator for 10 years, you've you've kind of learned how to react to stuff or not react and how to handle things. Um, so that transition was, was smooth. I think the hardest transition for me was, um, I was at Andrew for 16 years. So going to a new school um, with new people uh, and kind of a new job, right? Cause I had never done um, athletic administration before that part was kind of challenging and just learning the um, different nuances that a new school plays and learning the, the people for sure and our student athletes. And um, that was kind of probably one of the more challenging things. And then knowing where stuff was like that, that was hard, right? I mean, I, I'm like, where's the locker rooms at? And all of our locker rooms, some of our locker rooms are underneath. So I'm like, I don't even know how to get there. So some of that stuff was definitely um, challenging, but I, I feel like I have a good core group of people I can lean on um, both other administrators and athletic administrators in our conference. Um, so it's, it's been helpful. Oh, oh, that's, uh, that's so true. Um, I actually have a new position at our school this year. I'm still within the athletic department, but we have a new AED, if you will. And, uh, you know, those simple things like, you know, hey, where's the keys to, you know, this door or, you know, how do you turn on the PA system, you know, and they're normal questions, but hey, you know, you, until you do it, you don't know. Um, one of the things that we try to do with our podcast is uh, pass on this idea of best practices. So again, you've been an AD for a while. Uh, what's one or two things that you feel that your coaches and your athletic department just really do a great job? Like, hey, we're the best in the state or best in the country at this, or, or maybe something that you've seen at another school that you know, you'd like to borrow. You know, what's the best practice you can share? I, and I just said this to our head coaches um, the other week, I think they do a phenomenal job of putting our student athletes first. It is not about wins and losses. Um, wins and losses will come, but building the relationships with our student athletes and understanding where our student athletes are coming from, uh, from a personal standpoint too. Um, you know, our area has been hit hard by COVID and some of our families have been um, affected as well. So just understanding our student athletes and putting them first. And it's less about, uh, me um, and more about we. I our camaraderie has been phenomenal um, over the past two years, and I feel like I can lean on any one of them, and they can lean on me, um, and that's that's been great. I feel like that's that's the number one thing we do is definitely put our student athletes first. Um, we love to win. Don't get me wrong. Um, I think everybody loves to win, and 
Um, but definitely that's a byproduct of the, the work that we do with our student athletes. You, you took those words right out of my speech to our parents and to our coaches. You know, again, we are very blessed at our school. We won a lot of championships, but you know, that's not our goal. It's not anywhere in our handbook. Um, you know, those are nice little, as you said, byproducts uh, that come from doing all those other things right, uh, starting with making sure every kid has a great athletic experience, whether it's a, a superstar, the bench player, the, the fan in the stands, um, you know, well said. You mentioned COVID, so let's go ahead and jump right into that. Um, to our listeners, we're recording this on December 9th, so by the time you're listening to it, hopefully things have changed uh, to the better, but Jen, what's happening right now uh, in Joliet, what's happening in Illinois uh, as far as return to school academics, as well as return to play? You know, what's happening? In Illinois, it's been, um, it's been tough. Uh, I'm not going to lie. It's, it's been very tough for for all of our families. Um, different districts have been um, doing some different things regarding uh, school. For example, our school district has not returned to in-person learning. We've been remote learning this entire time where there's some schools around us that have been doing hybrid learning uh, where they have certain groups in at certain times. From an athletic standpoint, um, we were able to do some sports this fall. Uh, we did boys and girls cross country, boys and girls golf, girls tennis, um, girls swimming, which was great to see kids and coaches back out and, and everything like that. Um, but most recently we are in a mitigation um, from our state. So we are not allowed to do anything right now. So we haven't done anything since the middle of November. Um, we can't meet with our kids. Um, so we're doing a lot of virtual meetings and the, our state association, the IHSA has really tried hard to get us back into playing sports in a safe environment. Um, they actually have a meeting next week. So we're hoping to hear what may happen as of that, but we're not going to start before January 1st. So that, that has been a struggle, um, both for adults and students. You know, I think it's it's hard for both groups, um, and not seeing people um, is hard. We did have in the fall we had our seniors in for the SAT, and man, I just talked to every one of them. I was so excited to see all of them, and even though it was you know with masks and six feet apart, it was just great to see them. So. Seeing our gym um, dark and empty right now is is definitely tough. So I'm hoping that um, within the next month we'll be able to get back because it is important for our coaches, our student athletes, not just from a physical standpoint, but from a social and emotional standpoint as well. How has your uh, state association, your athletic director association, and your state activities association, uh, you know, been responding? Are they um, you know, actively trying to, uh, you know, get the kids out there or uh, is it just uh, resignation? This is what we got. They have been actively trying to get our kids out there. They've been really trying hard to work with our Department of Public Health and the governor's office on what is um, best for our, for our student athletes in a safe environment. Um, both parties have not agreed. Um, so that's where part of it has 
proven difficulty. And unfortunately it's the kids that lose um, when we can't get two groups together. Um, but they, I feel like they have advocated for our student athletes um, and our programs, um, both athletic and activity wise um, wholeheartedly. And it's, it's a shame that we haven't been able to do anything, um, but I'm, I'm hopeful that we'll turn the corner soon and, and get our student athletes back and our kids back um, into a somewhat normal environment. Oh yeah, absolutely. Have you, um, you know, you might not have this information, but uh, have you heard, you know, within your community, your kids, your coaches, you know, your families, uh, have there been outbreaks? Uh, have there been, you know, uh, you know, quarantines and isolations, you know, how's that going as far as your school population? In our um, school, like we haven't had any kids in the building um, because we've been remote learning this whole time. Um, we've had cases within our community. Our positivity rate in our area is much higher than other areas. So that is part of the reason our district has to be a little more cautious when it comes to both academics and athletics. We wanna make sure that it's safe for everyone. In the fall, when we were doing some of our athletic sports, it was, our students were so great with us regarding wearing masks, staying six feet apart, um, and being honest with their symptoms. You know, if they didn't feel good, they didn't, they didn't come that day, you know, much more than they probably would have been in the past, right? Normally in the past, you just kind of suck it up and you go, right? But not, not now, they're really cautious um, and they've been very open with us if they have been exposed to someone so that we can effectively communicate to others then. So, um, but definitely our area has been hit um, and our side of Joliet seems like it's been hit a little harder than, than um, the west side of Joliet. So we're just trying to make sure everybody is safe and, and provide opportunities for our, for our student athletes. All right, well, again, all the best uh, moving forward with that. Um, Jennifer, another question we've been asking our ADs has to do with uh, this idea of, you know, social awareness, uh, you know, social justice. And uh, the, the question has been this, you know, what are some things that we can do as athletic administrators uh, better? You know, how can we do a better job in this area? Well, coming from a school that um, is primarily minorities, um, you know, Hispanic and um, African-American students, you know, we need to become better educated ourselves and we need to stand up for our students. Um, and when we see injustice happening, we need to be that voice um, for our student athletes. And I think that is one thing that we are trying to tackle uh, now as a district is um, what we can do better to serve our students of color and how we can support them. Um, but from an athletic standpoint, I also want to, you know, educate our coaches. Not every coach in our um, building teaches in our building. Um, so it's educating our coaches. It's becoming more aware of myself. Um, you know, I've had multiple conversations with, um, staff members and how I can do a better job. And the everything that has happened 
this co during this COVID time regarding racial injustice really kind of affected me a little more this year. I don't know why, but um, definitely I saw it through a different lens. And I think that's, that's the biggest key is you have to open up your mind and you have to see it through the, um, someone, someone else's viewpoint, you know, not just your viewpoint. And instead of saying that they're complaining all the time, really listening and um, understanding what they are saying. And that is the first step I think in to help is educating yourself and becoming more aware and open. Yeah, great, uh, great advice. Uh, again, appreciate you sharing that. Uh, let's go and lighten things up a little bit. Um, another question we ask uh, is, you know, what's your favorite part of the job? And uh, after the first 30 or 40 uh, interviews, you know, the answer was always the same. Uh, it's about the kids, uh, as it should be. So uh, acknowledging that uh, we love our kids, otherwise we wouldn't be in athletics. Um, what are some things that get you excited about coming to school each day at Joliet besides the kids? Um, I think the people, like our staff is great. Um, you know, our certified staff, our classified staff, they really make, um, make the job enjoyable. Um, I, I just love the atmosphere of high school. Like, I don't know. I was always, you know, involved in a lot of stuff in high school. And I just really love the atmosphere that it plays in the relationships that you can build. Um, so, and I think besides the kids, what I love most is seeing the success, no matter how small it is um, from either a coach or a um, student athlete or a student in general, just seeing when they accomplish something, how excited they get, um, the pride that displays through them. Um, I think that is the best, the best piece for me. Oh, I, I totally agree. Uh, there's just so many different aspects to the job. Um, you know, you're watching a practice, you're at a game or, or whatever. And, you know, sometimes I'll just, even after, you know, many, many years, you know, I'll step back and say, gosh, I'm getting paid for this, you know? Uh, so uh, it, it's just great. I'm glad that you enjoy those things too. Yeah. For sure. Well, Jennifer, it's been great to get to know you these last couple months, uh, you know, through the NIAAA site and, um, you know, other venues, uh, but we're not done yet. We always like to wrap up with what we call the athletic director's toolbox. Uh, you are certainly an experienced, successful AD. Right now, I'm going to challenge you to send a brand new athletic director out on their very first job, but I'm only going to let you put three things in their toolbox. What three items are going to go in Jennifer Doty's athletic director toolbox? Oh, that's a good question. Um, I would say number one is build relationships. You have to build relationships with your staff um, and your students. Um, you need to learn about the school and that's how, through building those relationships. You have to understand what is gonna work, what may not work, what traditions they love and what areas they may wanna improve on. Um, so building relationships is, would be my number one. Number two would be support. You need to support your coaches and your student athletes. And that may be by being visible um, at certain things. There's always two 
two events that I um, will move um, heaven and earth to get to, and that is senior nights and any postseason play. I want to be able to support my coaches and I want to be able to support our student athletes in those two arenas. So support is huge. And sometimes it's just through social media. You know, they love shout outs on social media. So anytime you can provide support um, to them through that arena, that is great. Um, and then my third one would be to breathe. <laughs> you don't have to accomplish everything in your first year. Um, maybe take one or two items that you wanna, you wanna accomplish and focus on those, but you don't have to do 25 years of work within your first year. So take a breath. Um, it's going to be overwhelming, but you will get through it. Mm -hmm. I'm, uh, I'm so glad you mentioned the social media part. Uh, and that was an area that it, it took a long time for me to, to fully embrace. And uh, it, it, I got to that point from, again, a, a, another AD, a friend, you know, sharing that you know, Jake, you know, you're at all the games, you're at the practices, you know, those athletes, you know, those parents, they see you, but what about all the kids that don't uh, happen to go to a game? You know, if you tweet, you know, nice game, you know, team or nice game, Billy, you know, Billy's got, you know, 80 followers that are going to see that and they'll go, oh, wow, you know, that AD's not such a grumpy old guy. Uh, and, and so again, it can pay dividends, you know, in your athletic department and beyond. So, um, you know, thanks for sharing that. Yeah, 100%. It, they love the shout outs. <laughs> well, I love your posts with your, uh, is it Steel Man, uh, you know, uh, on Twitter. Uh, you know, those are <laughs> very cool. Uh, I'm trying to figure out a way that I can steal that and use it for our own school, okay? Definitely. <laughs> Well, Jennifer Doty, thank you so much for being a guest. Uh, continued success and all the best, uh, you know, with your school and your state uh, reopening. Thank you, Jake. I appreciate it. To our listeners, remember you can um, watch these interviews on the FIAAA Educational Athletic Director YouTube channel. And uh, thanks as always for tuning in. Come back again next time for another episode of the Educational AD.